0: This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 16th, 2019. I'm Jeff Fisher. Tonight on the podcast, after spending a couple of days out in Southern California. We're heading to the great state of Alabama where high school football is getting better and better and better. Our algorithm has proven it uh, time and time again over the last couple of seasons and we're going to talk a little Hugh at Trustville. Uh, Husky football here tonight on the podcast. Uh, Josh Floyd, the head coach there and he's uh, heading into his sixth year and he's done a wonderful job uh, after coming over from Arkansas there at Shiloh and we've had him on the show many, many times before and he joins us now to talk about the 2019 version of the Huskies. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, thanks, Jeff, for having me. I appreciate it. Always glad to have you on here, and uh, I, I know, uh, you know, busy time of year, you're getting the, the juices flowing, although it truly, and I you know I haven't asked anybody this on the, on the podcast, but uh, remember when high school football used to be like, you know, four months out of the year? <laughs> it's now three sixty. Yeah, that, that, that's not the case anymore. <laughs> not, well, not, not if you're going to be successful anyway. Yeah, that's start, for you sure. You don't do it like that anymore. And, and tell us a little bit about what you guys do, you know, when, you know, the offseason, and it isn't really the off season. we've got passing tournaments, we've got all these things, but why don't we uh, talk a little bit about what you do there with the Huskies during, uh, one, once you put away the equipment, uh, hopefully at a state championship game, what do you do to get yourself ready for fall camp?
1: Sure. Well, um, you know, our offseason, we obviously start that in, in January, and, and uh, you know, we, we feel like that's a, obviously the big, biggest part of our program here, and, uh, you know, I think everybody's trying to do the same thing, get a little bigger, faster, stronger. Um, you know, I, I think another thing that, that we try to take a lot of pride in and re- is really just the mental side of things and try to grow our guys um, from a leadership standpoint and, and you know, not not just on the field, but off the field, and whether that's trying to, you know, do some different things in the community with service projects and different things. And so, you know, all that goes into the fact of trying to build a team and, and uh, also just trying to help these guys out and help them to, help them to be, you know, look outside their and, and and try to be unselfish. And so, you know, that that heads us into the summer. And um, most weeks in the summer, we, we go four days a week right now, so that's what we do. And uh, we're we're going to do definitely some some time in the weight room we're, we're going to do some conditioning and and a big part of what we do um offensively has to do with conditioning because of the style of system that, that that we play on offense and so that's something we take great pride in and then and then obviously we're we're we actually do real football and and uh you know we're not in pads or anything but we at least can put helmets on and and uh go through plays and, and adjustments and situations as much as we can so um, like you said, man, it's year-round now, um, but that's what makes it fun. Um, it's, I obviously, I feel like it's the greatest game in the world, so uh, it, it, it's, it's not a job to me. It's just something we get to do and,
0: and enjoy every single day. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's what I enjoy uh, in, in the off season here to, to talk to coaches who are just excited to get to the uh, the fall camps. Josh Floyd on the yeah. line, uh, Hewitt Trustville, uh, outside of um, Birmingham. We'll call it. I guess that's the best way to describe where you guys are for people that know how to uh, know a little geography. I guess is the best part. And uh, yeah. the Huskies have spent uh, a good amount of time over the last couple of seasons in the High School Football America 100 algorithm rankings this year, just a tick outside of the top 125. Uh, uh, so uh, you've got some talent back. I know you lost some talent, and uh, let's let's talk about that because I know one of the things that you've talked about over the years here with me is the fact that one of the the, the job ones when you took over the program was to make sure you built that depth because that's very and very important to a program to perform at the level you want to perform at. So tell me a little bit about uh, you know what you lost and 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 how that depth is coming along so that you don't have those down years uh, you know on a regular basis.
1: Well, I mean, the depth is is a big deal. I mean, this is 7A Alabama football, and and, and in my opinion, I don't don't think it's any better anywhere else in the country. Um, We're just going to have a lot of great teams, great players, great programs, and and everybody knows that this state football is very, very important. And uh, (laughs) that's what makes it fun to to compete year in and year out. Um, You know, I I think building depth is something that um, really starts at the middle school age, Um, and and that's where I, I feel like um, we're in a better spot than we have been in some, in some areas there because um, we've been here for a while now. And, and it's really something you can build that depth in the seventh and eighth grade. and That's something I, I harp on with our coaches all the time is even our varsity guys. I mean we try to pour into our middle school coaches and, and, and try to coach those kids up as much as we can um, just because, you know, the more that they know, the better they're going to be on both sides of the ball. And, and uh, again, if you start doing that when they're in 10th grade, it's a little too late, but, but be able to do that. I mean, even, we're even involved in our youth football program here. Um, I actually have three boys and two of them, one's in middle school now, and the other two are playing youth football still. And so I mean, we even get super involved in that. It may not be exact place or whatever, but it's about building at least somewhat, the you know, the philosophy on offense and, and, uh, and defense for sure there, you know, all those, all those things help. But, uh, you know, we, we lost some, we lost some key guys. Like you say, you we actually have quite a few starters back, especially on offense. Um, it's just the big, the big name guys that a lot of people heard about last year and know about um, uh, graduating. uh know, he had Paul Tyson, who had an incredible career here and really rewrote all the passing records here at, at our school, and signed with Alabama a quarterback. Um, Pierce Quick, who was one of the top linemen in the entire country, signed with Alabama, and you know, he was a guy that was a four-year starter for us. So it's really hard to replace just that much, you know, just Friday night game experience. And then, uh, you know, we had another guy, another receiver, um, Tabarius Johnson, was a guy that was just 50-yard shot, I think, of breaking the state record, had almost 1,700 yards receiving, and, and he signed with Auburn. So, I mean, when you look at those few guys on offense, I mean, we definitely lost some, <laughs> some firepower. Um, but, you know, that being said, we, we do have a lot of guys back that started. we got some guys back, you know, really excited about our backfield. Um, we've got um, – we like some, some really big weapons back there. We obviously have a new – Quarterback would be a little bit different than the one we've had the past few years, but uh, we're, we're
0: excited about what we have coming back. Well, let's get uh, some of the kids in there by name. Uh, you being the—I uh, don't want to call you an old quarterback because that makes you sound old, but you are the old quarterback, so to speak. <laughs> uh, I know it's uh, where your heart is, and uh, you know you've always been a, a guy that not only has been able to throw the ball, but uh, create some quarterbacks out there that do it. So, who is going to be fo- uh, filling in those big shoes of, of Tyson?
1: Sure, um, you know, we, we've been fortunate to have some great quarterbacks here, and that's, uh, you know, I mean, we, we try to coach them up as well as we can, obviously, but a lot of that comes from those guys just putting in the work and, and really believing in the system, and, and the three quarterbacks we've passed, we've been here have all, all gone to Division One. We, we've got we've got a guy that, that's at Memphis. Uh, we've got Paul who just went with Alabama, and our other guy, um, Zach Thomas is at Appalachian State. He was, a, he was the Sun Belt off the player of the year this past year as a redshirt sophomore, and so, you know, we've been fortunate to have some really, really good quarterbacks come through here, you know, and I think our next few years are going to be the same way. Um, you know, Seth Shelnut is a guy right now that's going to be a senior and Seth's about six to um, runs in the, in the low four sixes. And, uh, it's just a little bit more of a dual threat type kid. Um, you know, Paul was a little more of a drop back guy, had a big time arm and can make every single throw. And so, you know, Seth's a little bit different. Um, Seth definitely has a, a live arm and can make a lot of throws. It's just, just a different kind of a player. You know, he's a guy that, that makes plays with his feet. Um, you know, he's a guy that can, you know, we'll get on the edge and, and, uh, and he'll have a, you know, a little more run pass option type, type situation. And, and, uh, you know, we don't ever want to run our, run our quarterback 15, 20 times a game necessarily, but we will run him enough to try to keep the defense honest. us. And uh, I, I'm excited about working with him. Success had a great, um, career here. He actually started for us on defense last year. If that's the only problem with moving him over, he, <laughs> we're, we're losing a starting D V there. Um, but that tells you the kind of kid he was. I mean, he even played some linebacker last year. I mean, he's just a tough kid um, that, you know, with Paul there last year, you know, we, we just talked, me and him talked back in the spring last year and, and just said, man, Hey, I don't want you standing by me the whole year on the sideline. I mean, you're a good enough player. And he's just, he's such a great competitor. And I think that really earned the respect of his teammates in, in a big time way. Um, we have a couple other guys, Jackson Holland who actually has a great chance to start at safety. He's a guy that can also play quarterback for us. Had a really good JV season last year for our JV team, but again, he, he's kind of doing the same thing system. He's got a chance to start at safety right there, so he's going to do a really good job there for us. Um, and then we have a kid named Kate Carruth who's going to be a sophomore. He's um, about 6 foot, 190 pounds already. Um, led our freshman team. um it's one of the best upcoming sophomore groups that we've had. I mean our freshman team went undefeated last year and he had a big time year. And so Cade's another guy that's got a big um big future ahead. But but one thing about all three of our guys is they're all pretty similar in their style. And uh so that that makes it easy as far as just our system. You know, we always try to adjust our system to our quarterback. And uh, you know, that they're they're all pretty similar. So that allows us to, to have a little bit better depth this year. Yeah, all three of the spot,
0: and you've got, uh, like you said, you lost one good wide receiver, but you had two last year. So let's talk a little bit about the wideouts, the guys he's going to be throwing to, and then we'll get to your running back.
1: No doubt, David um, Warsham is a guy that, that had um, he's a big time player for us. You know, one of the best receivers in the country, and uh, he's, he's been the two. This will be his third year to start for us, and uh, had had eighty seven receptions last year for over a thousand yards, and uh, just you know, he's he's a big time threat because he's so good in a one-on-one situation. Um, I mean, he's, he's probably as good as I've ever had as far as just route running. Um, you know, and, and he's a guy who can run him. He's going to be a four-five guy, and, and he's going to beat some people deep. I mean, he did that last year several times. But what makes him unique and special is just his ability to get in and out of breaks. Um, he's just he's really, really good um, in a one-on-one situation against against the defense. So, the um, Zaylen's a big-time weapon we have coming back. Um and we have another receiver back, Jameer Reese is his name. He started the force last year. And, again, people don't know about him as much um, just because, um, you know, you he, he had two guys There's only so many uh, throws to go around. You know, had two <laughs> yeah. different guys that had over 80, 80 receptions last year. So, um, Jameer didn't have quite as many. But I tell you, he had, he had some big-time touchdowns. I mean, some plays that really were clutch plays. Um, and so, he, he's, a, and he's a big target. Jameer's about 6'2" one eighty five, you know, a guy that can run and stretch the field. And uh he improved probably as much this summer as anybody I've ever had um, just seven on seven moves, a few different seven on seven tournaments like like most people do. And it was just it was really fun to watch him just you know, he just stepped up. Um the Zaylin's actually coming back from an injury that he that he had, had um, an off season surgery. So he'll be the Zaylin's gonna be fine in August. Um but it really forced us to kinda of get some more guys ready and, and it really allowed Jameer to kinda of step up and and do some big-time things for us there. Um, we have another starting receiver right now, Amari Kelly is his name. He's only going to be a sophomore, um, but Amari's already about 6'1", 170, and uh, it only took him just a few plays in the spring game he already was picking up three or four Division one offers. You know, so he's a guy that's only going to be a sophomore, but he's going to be a really, really big-time player for us. He has a really, really big future ahead. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to play the best guys. I mean, it doesn't matter to me if it's sophomore. We, we've had freshmen start. I mean, you know, we're going to try to put the best 11 on the field. And, uh, you know, Sir Mari, even though he's young, um, he, he made some big time plays in our spring game. Um, he's a guy that can run the football as well. So we'll, we'll probably move him around different spots, but, uh, you know, we're excited about, you know, again, we're, we lost a big time weapon there, but, um, mm-hmm. feel really good about what we have coming back.
0: And let me ask you this, Coach, and we're talking with Josh Floyd from Hewitt Trustville tonight on the podcast. Let me ask you this, especially as that old quarterback that I've now dubbed you for the rest of the podcast, um, and and the guy coaching quarterbacks, when you have a young man that doesn't have as much varsity experience because of what Paul Tyson did as, as a longtime starter there, how much does it help? To have quality receivers like you have, I mean, is is that something that cuts down the learning curve, if you will, gets rid of some of the jitters? How how do you view that?
1: Well, I think it definitely helps helps a lot. I mean, uh, you know, when you're going to, you know, some of the better receivers. I mean, if you if you have a Division one offer, then you're one of the better receivers in the country. I mean, those things are hard to hard to get. You know what I mean? And, And we've been fortunate to have some of those guys, but that's not you know, it's not really normal. So. Um, you know, I think we need to remember that, that those things are very hard to get. And so, you know, I, I think definitely our quarterbacks, um, Seth, especially, I, mean, I I think they, they have a lot of confidence in those guys. Um, and, and I think, I think it helps a lot. Um, you to, I mean, when you can, when you can do different things, you know, whether that's, you know, the thing about the Zaylen, um, and really Amari, what he's shown too. I mean, you can, he may take a five yard speed out and take it to the house. Um, you know, it may turn into a, a slant route, maybe five yard slant route, but it turns into a fifty yard touchdown. there. Um, and again, that, that's that's confidence for a quarterback. Um, you know, we're, we're a team that's going to take some shots downfield as well, um, and that's what we're that's what we like to do. And so, um, you know, fortunately, Seth can, can make those throws right now. I mean, and he again he proved that this summer. You know, I think even seven on seven, seven on seven is, you know, it's an interesting deal, and you can take it or leave it sometimes, and it doesn't always mean everything, but. Um, probably more than I've ever had as a coach, I saw more improvement for our guys this summer. And I think that what that means is just just we had some youth and uh, we started out where we, you know, we weren't doing as well as I would have liked, but it it was a lot of fun to watch these guys grow over the summer. And, you know, and we're still, we're still not finished with the summer. So, you know, they're going to keep improving, but um, I saw our guys come a long, long way. And uh, again, I think that's from just having some youth, and uh, an inexperienced, so um, I, I think the you know the quarterbacks you know they've definitely got some big time weapons to throw to.
0: Yeah, and we know you love to throw it around the yard, but when it's time to put it on the ground, uh, you you've got a young man uh, in the backfield there that uh, gee, uh, only a junior too. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what you have when it comes to to, to toting the football.
1: Sure, yeah, we're, we're definitely uh, you know I, I feel like that's a big strength of our team. You know, if you ask me, what was. That is a big strength. I would definitely tell you um, our backfield because, again, we have the ability to have a running quarterback this year, um, which gives you some some threats. Um, and then we've got a, a great backfield. I would put this back, backfield up against anybody in the state of Alabama. And uh, you know, Armani Ar- Ar- Goodwin's a guy that had over fourteen hundred yards last year, several touchdowns. Um, you know, he one thing he's improved on is his receiving and, and, and being able to throw it to him out in the backfield. He's he's come a long way there and uh you know he's just, he's just a big time weapon guy that he actually committed to auburn this spring he's only gonna be a junior but he's um you know he's one of the best running backs in the country um sean jackson is a big time player for us um he's a guy that that played last year had about 500 yards you know r- rushing and receiving um but sean sean's a totally different back than than our i think that's what makes him special you know sean's got he's got division one offer so you know he's going to be a big time player as well but sean's the Sean's five nine, five ten, you know about two fifteen, two eighteen, just a, um, you know, just a bowling ball and 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 a, one of the strongest kids we have in in our weight room. And so, you know, you've got a guy like Armani that maybe the fastest kid that I've ever coached probably is. Um, and then you've got, you know, just a guy like Sean. And Sean, Sean has some of the best hands on the team, and that's something with with our backs. We love throwing the ball to our backs, and we're really a two back system. So you know, both of us, not like one of those guys is going to be in the game. I mean, they're both going to be in the game. That's just how we run our, our offense. And so, um, you know, the better, the more we, you know, the better we get at that, you know, we'll, we'll be able to throw them the ball again, different ways. Um, it, our offense is all about getting the ball in the guy's hands out in space. And, uh, you know, whether that's running the football, whether that's throwing them a bubble screen or, you know, something simple in the flat. I mean, that's just something that, uh, I think, you know, you mentioned the quarterback confidence. I mean, those are things that are easy for the quarterback. Um, but, but when you've got guys that can turn that five yard play into a 12, 15 yard game, then that's, a, you know, that's a huge weapon for you.
0: Josh Floyd on the line tonight, uh, talking Hewitt to Trustville Football, playing in one of the, uh, the best regions in the, uh, in the country. And we'll talk about that a little bit on the back end after we get through all the kids here. But you, you mentioned, Pierce, quick, uh, you know, the offensive tackle onto Alabama. That's, that's a big hole to fill there. Tell me a little bit about because Because all that talent you just talked about there it doesn't do a darn thing if, the, if the, the quarterback's not protected, if there's not some holes <laughs> there and all that other good stuff. So what's that line look like?
1: There's no doubt um, about it. I mean, it, it's all about up front. And uh, I think, I think our, especially the region that we play in, I mean, it's a physical region and it doesn't matter how, how cute we get out there on the outside if we you know, take care of business up front and uh, you know, obviously you lose Pierce. I mean, he was a devastating blocker and it just was really, really um, a big weapon for us. But more than anything, like, like I mentioned, he, it was just about all the games he played. I mean, that guy started since he was a freshman. So, you know, you, you just lose a lot of experience there. Um, but we actually have three guys back that that started most of the season. Um, Logan Self, you gotta start with him and Jonathan Moore. Logan's a guy that actually committed to Troy a few months ago. Um, and you know, Logan's a guy six four, two eighty. Um, just, just a big time weapon that can do different things. He's played every every really position on the line, you know. He can play center guard tackle. I think it's one thing the colleges Loved about him. He, again, he's a guy that you can move around and do a lot of different things with. Jonathan Moore is a guy that started last year as well. He's a senior, and uh, he'll probably be our starting center. That's probably where we'll start him at right now. And uh, just a guy that's got a lot of experience. Jonathan's super smart. Um, you know, he's a guy that can make calls up front. He can tell people what to do. And, uh, you know, he, just, he, he was a big-time player for us. Um, had a great off season and uh, has really done a great job getting bigger and stronger. Um, Miller Malone was a guy that started some for us last year. He'll be a junior. And uh, Miller's about six two, about two fifty five, two sixty. And uh, super strong kid, really athletic. Um, so we're excited about him. Um Steven Horsley's a guy that played a little bit of D line for us last year. We kinda moved him back and forth but had a really good off season. Um, he's got a great chance to start. Um Walker Van Horn is a guy that's a senior, just a program guy, great kid um, but that's put in a lot of work. I mean Walker's six three two ninety five, you know, so he he gives us some size there. Um, Riley Quick, you mentioned Pierce um, already a few times. Well, Pierce does have a little brother, and uh, that that's exciting for us. Because, not not um, so little, Riley probably very, right? <laughs> no, not very little. No, so you know, he, he's actually very very similar to Pierce um, at at this stage in his career. And, you know, Riley's about six four and and he's probably about two thirty five two forty right now. Um, you know, but again, Pierce that's kind of how Pierce was, you know, by his senior year, he was 285 pounds. And so, um, they're very, very similar players. Um, you know, they're different kids, different personalities and all that. But, but, you know, when you look at them on the field, they actually are pretty similar, um, looking players. So again, Riley's only going to be a sophomore. Um, but he, you know, again, it took him one game, a spring game we had, and, uh, and he had multiple division one offers. So, um, you know, people know, Knew about him anyway because of his brother, but, you know, he went out there and had to prove it. And so he's just going to keep getting better and better, though. I mean, I think he, he's really green, um, but he's a guy that's going to just get better and better. And, you know, we're excited about what we have up front
0: talking with Josh Floyd tonight, he at uh outside of Birmingham and Alabama, one of the top teams in the state uh, we 're going to talk about that the toughness there and before we we flip over to the defense coach, a uh, question kind of came to my mind as I was listening to you talk there and as I said, you know you were a very good high school quarterback. you played under a guy that some people out there probably have heard of uh, Gus Malzahn when he was a high school coach uh, pretty, pretty darn good one, I would say when it comes to offense yeah. and here 's the question maybe it 's too you know out there but i 'm still going to ask it to you anyway. You as a coach... You know when you were when you were that young kid playing quarterback, right? Uh, And 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 coaches telling you to do something. You know we're all kids, right? At some point we're like, I don't know what that coach is talking about. Uh, How have you changed um, from those days to now when it comes to coaching? Not only the quarterbacks, but just offense in general, because I know that's where your 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 love of the game is, right, on that offensive side of the football. And I don't know if that's too crazy of a question. I need to rephrase it, but I'm just saying, uh, do, do you ever think back, going, boy, I should have listened to coach? back then he, he was he was saying something or you know i i heard that and i carry it right. through or i do it a little differently does that make sense sure well I, you know
1: I, I think that there's there's times as a kid you you, know, you just have to touch your your uh your coach even if you don't understand it completely and you know, I, I don't think kids always do that that's not the natural thing to do mm, you know especially right. these days um you know i mean even you know and even as a you know uh, the older you get the more. The more you feel like your parents taught you, you know, and you, and you listen to them a little bit more, and you're like, okay, that's why, that's why mom always said that, or that's why dad always said that. Now it you makes know, sense. You, you don't understand it as a kid, you know, and that, and I think the same thing in the coaching world. A little bit, you know, you start to, you start to figure that out and understand that. But you know, the, the thing about um, that, that I think from the coaching standpoint is with our offense. Um, you know, sometimes people think it's super complicated and it's all this, and and you know, in some ways it is, but. We want to make things easy for the quarterback. I mean, and, that, and, and for our offense, we, we want our guys to go play. You know, when we get the game day, we just want to let it rip. Let's go have a great time playing football. Um, and, and But I think that's, you know, as coaches, sometimes we try to get too cute, you know, and, and do too much and draw too much stuff up. Um, and I always tell our staff, I mean, it does not matter what we know. It is, you know, we're not going to be the ones playing on Friday night. You know, what matters is our guys out there and matters them playing fast um I, I was actually reading a book the other day and it was bill walsh and he was talking about you know he's a guy that i really look up to and and uh or did, you know did look up to you know would have loved to have ever spent some time with him um you know just just talking football i, I like reading all his his stuff in the past from the books that he's written or people have written books about him but you know one of his main things he talked about you know when he was you know really a west coast offense kind of guy is just it was all about the quarterback and giving the quarterback confidence. You know, that's what it was all about. It wasn't about drawing up this many plays or having this big of a playbook or even having all the answers every single play. The quarterback's got to have confidence. And so that's really what I try to do. You know, I I try to build our our guys' confidence over and over to where when they go out there on Friday night, they're just out there having a great time playing this great game. And, and, uh, you know, it's our job as coaches to put them in the right position to call the right
0: plays, and you uh, know, give them the best chance to be successful. Considering you're in the uh, the backyard there together with Coach Malzahn at Auburn, where you are, uh, you guys ever chatted up a little bit? You uh, reminisce, or do you kind of compare notes and see what uh, what's new? And, and how does that relationship relationship live today?
1: Sure. Um we obviously still talk to Coach Malzahn. I mean, we've sent a few kids all in the last few years, and so you know, even on the recruiting side, we've talked some. Um, you know, is really more of a friendship now, um, and we'll talk some ball, definitely. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit here or there, offensive stuff. But uh, really, when I'm a coach, we really just try to have a good time, and, you know, we almost talk about the old days more than anything else. You know, not that it was that long ago, but, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's really, I don't know, we just, we have more fun just kind of talking about the good old times. I mean, you know, there's nothing special about it, you know, when you, it doesn't matter, what you won or didn't win or whatever and so, but when you're when you're part of a state championship and we were part of a state championship together at our school it was the first one in school history I and mean, that's just something no one can ever take from you. and uh, you know you'll always be the first one and so you know and, and that's what we try to talk to our guys about here I and mean, we have a chance to to do something special every year and, and uh, you know our, our school hasn't won a state championship and so that's something we're shooting for and and uh, you know we, we, whenever our guys do it they'll be the first one ever in school history to do it and so um, you know, I just think that you know, with that comes a you know just a connection
0: that you have with your coaches and players um, for forever. And that is the beauty of this game that we uh, all love. Obviously, uh, Hewitt Trustville in Alabama, one of the top teams in the country, top region. And you were talking about a, a first championship there. We all know that you can't win a championship without a defense that at least stops somebody more than you're scoring. <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about your defensive yeah. unit this year
1: yeah we're really excited about it. um I, I think our guys have have had a really good off season, a good summer um again, i think even you know, even in the seven on seven world, which is you know tough on a defense sometimes we saw guys get out there and making a lot of plays um you know something we even had a few guys with the, some slight position changes that just really needed some work um I mean really uh, we actually hired a, um, a new DC this year. Sean Talsman is his name. Um, he's done a great job. He's been a defense coordinator at Clay Chalkville, um the last few years and, and won a lot of games and championships. And and uh, so we're excited about what he's done. So, you know, so, so that's been something that's been a little different for us just because it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's just different. You know, when you have new people on either side of the ball, um, kids have to learn things, you know, and learn uh, terminology and all those things again. So, you know they've had to they've had to go back and, and relearn some some different stuff there, but it's been really really good. Again, it's about it's about playing fast and and, uh, and letting your guys play ball, and uh, that, that's what our guys want to do. You know we want them to by the time we get to Friday night we want them to play and and to just let it rip. And so I um, believe we've got some um, really big weapons on defense. You you got to start with Malachi Moore. I mean he's definitely one of the top leaders on this team. He's a DB that's committed to uh, to Alabama. And uh, had a great year for us last year. Played corner um, for the most part last season and uh, definitely uh, was a big time weapon over there. I mean, people got to where they wouldn't even try to throw to his side. Um, this year we've moved him around. He's a guy that uh, one of the guys I was talking about. I mean, we we're playing him at some safety spots. Uh, you know, sometimes he'll roll down a little bit uh, almost like an outside linebacker star position. And so, um, but he's a guy that can do a lot of different things. He's a guy we want to move around. He'll also play some offense. Um, he's, he's been a weapon on offense before. Um, won't be over there a ton necessarily, but um, you got to start with him as our leader um, just because of the game experience that he has. He's a guy that's been starting three years in a row. And it's uh, just a, just a really big full time player for us. Um, you know, our, our D line, we feel like is a strength. Um, we don't like We have a ton of depth on the D line, um, really, but, but we fuck the guys we have have a chance to be really, really good. And, uh, you know, you got to start with Eric Taylor, who's a guy that committed to LSU, um, you know, just a few weeks back, had, probably hadn't maybe around, right around a month ago, maybe at this point, Eric, um, committed there. And Eric's a guy that's 6'5, 295, 300 pounds, and, uh, just an incredible athlete. Um, you know, he's the best athlete I've ever seen. That I've ever coached at, at that size and uh, just a guy that's very very explosive and uh, and I don't even think he's hit you know even close to what his potential is going to be long term one day and so um, we're excited about him you know he'll, he'll probably play our nose position um, but he's again he's a guy that we can move around to do a few different things um, played even a little bit deeper the event for us last year so he he has he's a big weapon for us. Um, we have a senior linebacker, Sam Jones. Is a guy that, uh, that that we think is going to be really really good. Again, started for us last year, um, and we'll need his senior leadership this year. Trey Washington um, is a, is another guy on defense. Trey was a DB and and he played corner for us last year. He'll play corner for us again this year. Um, but Trey's very similar to Malachi Moore, um, and I think they're very very similar players going into their junior year. Um, he's got he's got a few offers so far, but I think it's just a matter of time before Trey blows up. Um, you know, just, just on the college scene, but Trey's also one of the best players we have on offense. And, uh, you know, we just got to figure out ways to get him on offense more. Again, we're not going to ask him to do that every single play, but, um, he's, he, Trey's kind of the guy that can do everything. Punt return, kick return. Um, again, can play, can play running back. He's even played some quarterback. I mean, he's a guy that can take some snaps and do some different things. So really excited about Trey and, and what he can do for the entire team. Um, Justice Finkley's a guy that's going to be an upcoming sophomore, and uh, he's he's 6'2", about 250, already has uh, SEC offers. Um, LSU's offered him, Tennessee's offered him. Um, And uh, just to get – got on the field last year. He was one of those – he didn't necessarily start, but he got on the field, at least got his feet wet last year in some varsity games, and, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for him. So anytime you can start with two um, big-time D linemen like that, then – you have a chance to be pretty good on defense, and mm-hmm. so you know, just like offensive linemen, it starts up front on defense, and and uh, so we're we really think those guys have a chance to be really, really good. And uh, you know, our, our linebacking core is something we're excited about. We have several guys back that played last year in, in that position. And so Mike Edwards is a guy. Mike's a big six foot two, one hundred ninety five, two hundred pound kid that will be an outside linebacker type. Yeah, he's a guy that you can bring off the edge and almost. Almost play like an in position. He he he's really really good. He can starts on our basketball team, so he's, he's that kind of a kid. Um, just doesn't he's super athletic. Uh, Landon Bergeson is a guy that started for us last year. Clint Simpson, those are both guys that started games for us at linebacker last year, and so um, we really feel good about five or six guys for those, you know, really three four linebacker spots that we have depending on on, on what we're on on defense. Um, so that's, we feel like that's a good. Good position for us. That uh, guys got a lot of playing time last year, and even some that didn't start got a lot of playing time. And so, um, you know, we're, we're excited about our defense. It's just different. You know, it's going to be a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's a different system, so um, we're, our guys have learned that, but uh, we're
0: excited about it. Yeah, a little little freshness never hurt anybody. Josh Floyd on the line, Hewitt Trustville, one of the top teams in the country just outside of our uh, top 125 heading into the 2019 season, and because of the uh, region you play in, you can make some hay because the algorithm's all about what you do on the field. We hinted at it earlier. We talked about it before, uh, the, the Class 7A, Region 3 there, the, the, the Hoovers, the Thompsons, you guys... Make making noise, uh, somebody else I can't remember who who was in the, the top 100 last year, but one of the best in the country, and I, I think it keeps getting better. You know, you guys are getting better, obviously, and all that. Explain to the, the people around that haven't heard you on the show before how good and how tough it is to play in that region week in and week out.
1: I mean, you said, I mean, it's one of the toughest regions in the country, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun to be a part of it, um, but it's also not fun. I mean, it's it's, it's, you know, it's something you've you got to bring it. Every single week, and uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, a it's just something that that challenges our kids. You know, it challenges our coaches, and so there, there's never a boring week by any means. And so, you know, it's really it legitimately is one of those where anybody can beat anybody. Um, but it's it it's the best it's been. I feel like this is my sixth year in the state of Alabama, and, and you know, all at Hewitt Trust for, him. and I feel like it's better than it's ever been. I think last year it was really really tough. Um, again, I think it just keeps getting better. Um, you know, really, you know. Five or six years ago, was, was my first year here was the first year they did 7A. And, uh, you know, when when you look at the playoffs and how that works, I mean, us and Hoover are the only ones that have made the playoffs every year. I mean, just because, you know, the way it works in Alabama, we take the top four from our 18 region. And, uh, you know, we had good teams not make the playoffs last year because of, uh, you know, just because of how tough the region was. And so, you know, uh, our school, Hugh trustful. And then Thompson um, was an up-and-comer, too. You know, five, or six years ago, Thompson wasn't doing anything. And, and now you've got us and Thompson that have really come on the scene the last four or five years and give those guys credit. They've done a good job. And we, we've tried to build our program to be one of the best. And so I think you have that plus Hoover. I mean, you're talking about some of the best, at least the last five years, you're talking about some of the best schools in the entire state that are all playing right here, you know, right down the road from each other. And so – um, if you can get in the playoffs, then, then you've got a chance to do something, um, because I think you're battle tested, um, and, and you've been in some big games, some big moments. And, uh, so it, it makes it a lot of fun, but it's obviously a, a huge challenge as well. Um, that's why the depth matters. That's why, you know, some things you can't control like injury, you know, you, you hope to, you hope and pray that you stay healthy and, and, uh,
0: uh, the, the, those things matter you
1: know, when you're in a
0: league like this. And I know when I saw you in the spring, speaking of challenges, uh, some of the challenges as you get better is trying to fill out a schedule. Obviously, you've got your, your region stuff there. And uh, I know you've got, uh, you, you open with, you know, a team right down the road, Pinson Valley. They've won a championship or two, obviously. Uh, at least Bo Nix <laughs> yeah. is gone, I guess. That's a that's a good thing for you. And, uh, <laughs> and you've got a, a challenge in in Georgia. Tell me a little bit about the non league schedule. Uh, and, and, and tell the people out there. We do have so many coaches. Maybe you. They can they can empathize with you a little bit because the the teams that are good, it's not easy to find <laughs> non league games.
1: It's really not. I mean, it's, it's definitely something that's been challenging to, to find games uh, at times. But um, you know, it, and we started really. I guess 2016 was our first year to really play an out of state team, and and uh, 2015 actually, and then, and then we came back did, did a return trip there. But um, I, I think it's something that, that's been a lot of fun, and uh, because we've been able to to give our kids an experience. Um, you know, we, we were able, last year we played in Atlanta and we played a team up there. Um, you know, a few years before that we played in Nashville. And so I, I think it's just about giving your kids a great experience. And, and you not know, I want to give our guys the best high school experience they, they can ever have. I mean, last year we went to, uh, we went to Atlanta and the Falcons happened to be in town. So we were there on a Thursday night. So we, we went and watched the Falcons play a preseason game. You know, we took the kids to the college football hall of fame and, and we were fortunate to win a game, you know, and all we were able to come back with a win. So, um, you know, it, it prepared us for our season, for our real season, for as far as our region play. But, you know, our, our kids still talk about that experience. You know, when, when we have kids from all types of backgrounds and all types of homes, I mean, that may be the only time those kids ever get to go to an NFL game or ever go to the College Football Hall of Fame. So, um, you know, that, that's been a big part of what we do here in the program, you know, we just want to make it a really fun experience for these kids that they, you know, that they can create memories, but back on our actual schedule this year, we're playing Penson Valley. You mentioned, um, you know, Bo Nix was a heck of a player. Um, Coach Nix does a great job there. I mean, we we actually even coached together back in January in the Under Armour All American game. So I spent a lot of time with, with coach Nix. And the only problem is he has another son that's going to be the quarterback next year. And so (laughs) they just keep coming over there. Um, So, you know, you know that he's going to be, a typical coach's kid, is going to be smart, and and uh, you know he doesn't have as much experience, obviously, as Bo had. But you know we know he's going to be really good. Um, you know, has won the last two six A state championships, and uh, they're just a they're, they're a scary team because they have so many athletes. You know, they, they've got some some big time players. They're, they're, they have a junior corner right now that's the number one corner in the country and a lot of people's rankings. And so um, it'll be a huge challenge. for us. it's going to be here at our place, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Man, there will be. You know, there'll probably be 10,000 people here, I mean, or more. I mean, I think it'll be a lot of fun and it'll be a really good um, game for our community to to be a part of. And, and you know, whatever happens, we'll, we'll both go our separate ways and they'll go to 6A and we'll go to 7A and, and uh, you know, see how it prepares us from there. Um, but they're, they're just like us. I mean, they they can't find a lot of games either. So um, we had both played in a little ESPN deal last year, and, but that was a one-year deal. So this came became available for us to do a one-year deal. Um, we're The second-year deal of our game, from Atlanta we're playing uh, West Forsyth who was a 7-8 team um out of Atlanta that we had a great game with last year ended up beating them I think it was 38-30 to 30. um had a really good physical game um they're very similar West Forsyth is very similar to some of the teams that we have in our region um even some of the ones that maybe we haven't talked about that are just really really good physical football teams super well coached and uh you know so, we, so again we feel like it gets us ready for our region play but um we went there last year. Well, of course, I was coming back over here this year. You know, they're a team. They're a playoff team. One, I think I went one or two deep in the playoff. I know they won one game in the playoffs, maybe two last year in Georgia. So again, you're talking about a, a playoffs, seven, eight playoff Georgia team. So, um, that's a big time football opponent for us and, and, uh, gets us ready, gives our kids a great experience. Um, but it also gets us ready to, for region play.
0: Yeah, and uh, well, we survive it. You know, you
1: got to stay healthy. <laughs> That's a
0: challenge. So. <laughs> that that is the good Lord upstairs has to make sure that uh, you stay away from that injury bug. Josh Floyd here. We're going to wrap up on the podcast with one last question. By the way, I very proud that last year's high school football America uh, national player of the year, which we do in co-op- cooperation with the National High School Coaches Association, was Bo Nix. Very proud to have a young man from Alabama being our national player of the year. And uh, coach, uh, as we sit here a couple of weeks away from camp and all. That what are some of the things that you feel uh, you guys have to do right in fall camp to get yourself ready to to get into that season and, and have a shot at, at at trying to get to a state championship game?
1: Well, I mean, you know, first of all, everybody knows our goal is state championship. I mean, that, that's what it is. I mean, but it starts with a region championship. You know, that that gives us the best chance to to be successful in the playoffs. At least gives you, you know, puts you in the best spot that you can possibly be in. But you know, really, once we start. August the 5th, in real practice, I mean, we don't we don't talk that way. I mean, it, I, I tell our guys every day, you're going to get better, you get worse. You know, I think you get worse by developing bad habits, and so we're going to try to get better um, every single day. And so, you know, we're not, that being said, we're not worried about championship games and all that yet. Um, so we just, we just worry about getting a little better one game at a time. And uh, as far as the fall camp goes, you know, special teams is a big deal. That's always a concern for a coach early on in, in the uh, in the season just because sometimes it's hard to get those looks in practice, um, you know, with a great punt returner or a great kick returning. It's just hard to sometimes see that in practice as much. So that's something we'll really harp on a lot. We actually lost our, our kicker punter last year, Parker Coleman. He was the guy that ended up going to Southern Miss. Um, he, you know, he broke all kinds of records here and, and was a four-year starter for us. So, um, you know, we have two guys that we feel good about our kicker, um, and punter, but it's just a matter of, again, guys that haven't played, um, a lot of football and will both be sophomores this year. So, um, special teams, I would say right off the bat would be something that we're really going to try to, um, you know, just, just get more comfortable with, um, those situations here early on. And, uh, you know, you, you want to stay healthy obviously in, in August, but, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about where we're at. It's just, I think it will be fun to watch this team. I, I think, you know, we're not a seasoned and not as many veterans, as we had last year um, at the beginning of the year, but I think you'll see this team grow throughout the year, and I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch.
0: And we look forward to watching that growth, uh, and hopefully uh, that algorithm uh, by the end of the year has you highly ranked, uh, like you've been in the past here with High School Football America. Coach, appreciate your friendship. Uh, Great job of breaking down this team. Got a lot of kids in there, and we wish you nothing but success uh, this year.
1: Um, thanks so much, man. Appreciate you having me on here, and 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 really do appreciate all that you do for high school football, man. It really goes a long way and makes it fun for kids and fans and coaches. And so, just want to thank you for that.
0: We appreciate that. Thanks a lot. That'll do it for now. Tune in tomorrow with another preview. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America.